Hey, it's your boy, the Big Aristotle Shack, and this is the Prime Time Podcast from the Bros Who Think Network. Bitches. What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Prime Time Podcast. My name is Charles Reese, your host, and I am joined by Josh Lemoyne, as always, as we've got a lot to talk about as LSU improves to um, 8-0 in SEC play um, after taking down um, Ole Miss and Arkansas this past week. Uh, A lot of good things to talk about, um, but hey, man, uh, first, you know, I think the first thing we have to talk about is LSU has a two-game lead in the SEC after uh, Auburn beats Kentucky, and we'll talk about that Auburn game later on, but LSU back-to-back wins where they build a big lead and they keep that lead throughout the entire game as uh, they have two big wins against two teams that, yes, Ole Miss is towards the bottom, but uh, that Arkansas team, I, I thought it was a game where um, they were facing a team that, look, you know, or not Arkansas, but Alabama, sorry, but that Alabama game was a team where it was a matchup issue for LSU, and they end up winning by 14. Uh, Josh, first off, how are you doing tonight? But what did you take away from those games? Doing good, man. I'm glad to be here. It's, you know, it's it's looking like LSU's is going to have two years in a row with a, a quality program. It says a lot for Will Wade. Um, yeah, I mean, when I when I look at those games, uh, the talk going into the to these this week, and you know, with the basketball team, Charles, I know for us and most people was, man, they they get a lead and th- they blow the big lead, and then here we're all having a heart attack at the end of the a game. Is LSU going to win? They found a way to win these close games recently. Uh, but, you know, it, it's it's looking like this team is doing what a lot of Will Wade teams have done in the past, that each week the team's getting more complete, the team's lo- looking better as the weeks go by. And, you know, like you said, a 14-point win against Alabama. I, that game, you know, as impressive as the game was against Ole Miss, I really thought the Alabama game was, was more impressive. I, I thought Alabama's got a little more talent. I just thought overall that's a pretty quality team. And the way that LSU came out with that kind of gritty, you know, way about them. And they went in that game with a good mindset. And they pretty much kept that mindset, you know, all night, which was which was good to see. And I know Coach Will Wade came out and made some public statements that, you know, he ain't going to let that happen no more, us blow big leads. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was absolutely two nice wins for, for the LSU basketball team. Yeah, if anything, I would say, look, in this Ole Miss game Saturday, early game, uh, I was not huge on um, some of the calls that were made. Mm-hmm. I, I have a question about that. Um, it, it's been made a point. Cody Worsman's made a point about this. Is Skylar Mays is too good of a player to not get officiated properly. I mean, he's getting hacked when he goes to the rim, and he's not getting calls, which is something I'm not really a big fan of. Will Wade gets a tech in this game uh, yeah. you know, from complaining about the officiating. It's got to be consistent throughout the game, uh, in my opinion. But, look, LSU does let Ole Miss go on a 16-point run um, between the two halves. That can't happen against Auburn. If there's one thing I have to take away that I thought was bad was that, uh, was the, you know, getting too many fouls and also looking at today's game, that 16-point run by Ole Miss, that can't happen against quality opponents. No, you're absolutely right, Charles. Is you know, when first off, like start the game out, like you said, with the uh, officiating. When you look at Mays and the type of basketball player he is, and, and look, I'm 
this ain't right. But Charles, you play basketball as well, just like me. Is that kind of he comes across as that guy? It's kind of a old school, a bulldozer type guard, kind of come at you with his shoulder down. And I think as human nature, sometimes when you watch the refs call him, they say, "Well, it's just kind of him, right?" I mean, he could—that's just who he is as a player. And I know, you know, it's not right. Like you said, it's not right. You just kind of laugh, but he's built like that. He's broad, and he's just. And it's almost like the refs are just like they're expecting him to get hit like that. But, yeah, he definitely should get more calls. It's kind of laughable sometimes that it's like, yeah, well, you know, that's kind of what he does. But, you know, all right, off that topic. But, um, yeah, just the 16-point the run, it's, it's – look, it's, it's for concern, absolutely. I think there should be some type of concern for it. It's just basketball teams are going to go on runs. Look, I'm not going to – you know, everybody knows that. Teams are going to make runs. I just wish LSU would have the ability, like, you know, Charles, sometimes to stop some of those runs if that's with a timeout, regrouping, um, like you said, the you know, stupid fouls, turnovers. LSU's got to find a way that, you know, not to give 16-point run, 20-point runs. We, you know, stop it at six points, you know, eight points. Teams are going to make runs, but, yeah, Charles, you're dead on. Like, an Auburn team, when you get into the tournament, you just can't have 20-point runs. I mean, it, it, you're going to lose the lose the basketball game if you're playing a good quality opponent and, you know, they have a 20-point run. It's just it's not going to work out for LSU. Well, look, LSU uh, moved into the AP Top 25 mm-hmm. this week, and Wade was talking about beating the computers because the net rankings is, is what matters, you know, these quad one wins, yep. and beating these teams by uh, a certain point margin, and, and that's something you accomplished this week. Let's look at that Alabama game first. Alabama team that... Uh, on the season, look, you know, I, I think that Alabama is one of the better teams when it comes to um, the SEC. They're 12 and 9 on the season, 4 and 4 in conference. Um, you know, yes, look, Alabama lost against Arkansas, a team that, you know, LSU beat that. I think Arkansas is, is a quad win, uh, win for LSU, and Arkansas, you know, is a better team. But, look, Alabama still, at the end of the day, is a good team. They're averaging 82 points a game. Uh, They're a team that was a matchup nightmare, something we talked about. LSU shot really bad from the three. Mm -hmm. Their takeaway from that game that's bad is they shot really bad. They've been shooting bad from the three. And Wade said it today after the Ole Miss game. They're a better three-point shooting team than what they've been putting out on the floor. Today they shot 40%, 4 for 10 from 3. I think they have good shooters, Josh. Those shots will fall as time comes throughout the season. And look, this team is playing really well when they need to be playing in conference play. They're undefeated, right? But if there's one thing they need to do, they need to improve that three-point shot. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, it's just weird. I mean, I I guess we're waiting for the three-point shot to, to come on. I know we talked about it, and it's like every game today was a little bit better. I just think they kind of are who they are at this point. But it would be nice to get some decent consistency out of, out of, out of the three-point shot, right? I mean, it, it's it's sometimes it's just rough to see. And I think at least, Charles, I think at least they're starting to understand themselves as a team better. And, you know, they're getting in, you know, into the lane more. They're taking more, you know, more twos. They're taking the short jump shots. It's... Early on, I was what when you watch some games early in the season, Charles, it was frustrating. They'd be firing up three after three, and they just kind of found out that that's not our game. Um, I do think on the on the latter part of the season, I think as they kind of found out who they are, you'll probably see them shoot a little better from the three point line, like you just said, because um, I think they've they've like I said, they found you know as the identity of the team, 
Okay. They know their identity now. They're a gritty, athletic, out hustle you, crash the boards. Now they kind of know what they want. Now they can play the three-point shot in spurts. If they're comfortable, if, if they're hitting a few shots, continue with it. Hey, if it's not all night like it hasn't been a lot, let's just do what we do. You know, let's crash the boards. Yeah, look, this is a team that's really good at crashing the boards. They're also a team that's really good from the line, 19 to 20 against Alabama. And, and yeah, look, we'll go back to that three-point percentage. They were 18.8%. They were 316. <laughs> Josh, it, it, there's something that I want to see from this offense. Look, defensively, this team continues to get better. You know, defense is all about effort, and I think this team, you can see that on the boards. It's hard to keep LSU off the offensive glass. I mean, the second-chance points for LSU is just crazy how many opportunities they get off a miss, right? But if there's one thing I'd like to see is maybe some more ball movement on that offensive side. You know, attack the rim. That's when I think LSU's best is in transition and when they attack the rim. And when you get ball movement, those assist numbers go up. Uh, You know, against Alabama – LSU had more turnovers than assists. Yeah. When you look at this LSU team, Charles, and how the the makeup in each individual player, I just – like you you mentioned the ball movement, and I agree. You know, most people that know basketball are all about moving the ball. It's just – I think sometimes the best thing for these guys to do that Will Wade recruited – it's they're good at attacking the rim, almost like a one-on-one type ball. You see it with Smart today, look real good, you know, one-on-one. You would still would like to see some more of the ball movement. Because, look, as you get into these other opponents, we get into the tournament, that's going to be tougher, right? I mean, taking these guys one-on-one to the glass all the time, they're, you're going to run into a couple teams that can match up with you. That's when you're going to need the ball movement. It, when you watch some of the games, sometimes it's forced, right? It, I mean, they force that shot, you know, into the lane. I, yeah, I mean, look, LSU's winning. They're undefeated. But, you know, if we're going to nitpick a little bit, I'd like to see a few passes before our guys just flying into the lane. You know, luckily, like you said, LSU crashes the boards. Look, man, I, you know, I, I'm not going to harp on too bad. They crash the boards really well. Emmett Williams, you know, th- those boys get at it. That's really what sets LSU apart, in my opinion. When you look at, say, the top 15 or so teams in the country, I think what sets LSU apart is they just absolutely crash the board, you know, just as good as anybody in the country right now. Yeah, look, and, and on top of that, LSU's got five guys that are averaging double, uh, double digits um, per game. And Charles Manning not far behind that, and word is that he's going to be coming back soon. You just look at what this team does effort-wise – on the glass and it's mm-hmm. just it's just crazy it's crazy to watch the game and it's not that they're out physically you know the, the physicality isn't as much there you know you don't have a guy like Nas Reed just blocking out two guys but you're jumping teams out of the gym I yep. mean between Emmett Williams and a guy like Marlon Taylor those guys their leap ability is just incredible now when you look at Emmett Williams uh, Marlon Taylor, you look at Toes too and their ability to jump. Then you get the true freshman in there, Trenton Watford. He's what six ten. So just the fact that you have that height in there, you got a couple guys that can jump out to gym. They can go get the ball. I mentioned to you today, Charles, offline. It remind me kind of that Knicks team uh, from the mid nineties, right? Charles Oakley, Larry Johnson, but those guys were more physical. But they committed to crashing the boards, right? And that's what LSU. It's like, man, they are fully committed when that ball's up today. I was counting guys around the rim, uh, you know, and a couple of times, actually Ole Miss with one guy down there made a nice play. But every time I was counting, there was three LSU guys. 
four guys, sometimes five guys around the rim when the shot goes up. So, look, Will Wade has got those guys. He's got it in their head that we can't shoot the ball from the three that great, but you know what? We ain't going to let nobody out-rebound us, nobody out-hustle us. Like, and I was telling you, that's like the VCU teams I used to coach for, assistant for. I mean, they, he's got it in their heads that we can hang with anybody in the country because we're going to out-rebound them and we're going to out-hustle them. And let's hope, like you said, they can start shooting that three a little bit. They can start getting that three to fall here and there, some decent consistency and little spurts. Man, LSU is going to be a tough out if they can get that three to start falling. Yeah, and I like I like guys they have that can shoot the three. I like mm-hmm. Javante Smart shooting the three. I like Skylar Mays. I like Darius Days. And I like Manning when he gets back. It's just something that I think will come. But let's go into the games this week as LSU mm-hmm. first takes on Vanderbilt, uh, a team that is winless in conference eight <laughs> twelve on the season. Um, look, Vanderbilt played a really good game against Kentucky. This game's at mm-hmm. home. Um, Vanderbilt went to Rupp and, and really challenged Kentucky. How do you stop that in this game? Yeah, I think it's – man, I watched some of that Vandy game too. I was surprised to see – you know, Vandy sometimes it's just one of them teams you talk about moving the ball around. It's kind of one of those fundamental teams. Um, you know, I think Will Wade's got these boys. If this was two weeks ago, let me say, if this was two or three weeks ago, Charles, I'd be a little nervous that, hey, but I think Will Wade's got these boys over the hump. I think he's got these boys thinking right. The last few games I've seen from start to finish, they've really, for the most part, have, you know, really played a complete game. A couple little small spurts here and there, but I just think LSU is going to come in with the same thing they've done these last couple games. They're going to get it, get at it early get yourself a lead, crash the boards. Let's hope the three falls for a little bit. I think Will Wade, has, he's just kind of set that tone with his team now. It's an enjoyment to watch how Wade gets these guys up and just the way they go about their business. I, I just honestly don't see Vandy really coming. LSU should win that game. You know, it should should be a 15-point win somewhere around there for LSU. I mean, that's my opinion. Yeah, we expect LSU to win that game. Then the mm-hmm. test comes with Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tigers after coming off that big win at home against Kentucky, they get LSU at home, uh, you know, their second big test of the season in conference play. Auburn sitting right now at 19-2, and 6-2 mm. and two in conference. So if LSU loses this game and they beat Vanderbilt, uh, they'll still be in first place. That's, that's something to remember. But this game could have a lot of impact further down the line. Um, and so just with what you see with Auburn, what they're coming in with, and just talk about what Bruce Pearl has done with this program. Because I saw a stat today saying that Bruce Pearl has beaten, uh, I think Cole Kublik put it out, has beaten Kentucky four times. Yeah, no. Look, and, if you, I, in 32 years, I think they had beaten them once. Yeah. Bruce if Pearl. You know any, uh, go ahead. Yeah, if you know anything about Bruce Pearl and, and his history, some of you, you might not necessarily agree with it. But one thing about Bruce, he can coach basketball, okay? Um, man, he he can really coach it up. Uh there's there's no doubt about it and he could recruit well why he recruits well well that's a different discussion a different pod for another day but look when you watch auburn man they 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 got guys on it right when you watch lsu some of these guys flash they're going to be playing at the next level when you watch auburn and boys can shoot and boys can play they're athletic it's going to be it's this is going to be a real test for lsu i think this is going to be the next test that we can really say charles hey, is is this team is this, a, is this a team, again, that can make a run to the Sweet 16, maybe the Elite Eight? I think we're going to find out a lot about this team, especially the, the style of basketball that they're playing right now. Is it going to be good enough to beat the elite teams? That's what I want to see, Charles. Kind of, cannot, kind of this old-school basketball way that they're going about it, the VCU way. 
can it beat a team like Auburn? I, I'm really interested to watch because in today's game, it's kind of a lost art to crash the boards, block shots, hustle, play defense, and you can win games. You know, that's more of the 80s type ball, 90s type ball. So I'm curious to see with the with the horses and, and the, the guys that can shoot on Auburn and the athletes they got, if the style of play that LSU is going to come in with, if they can actually win this game. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah, look, if Auburn shoots lights out at home, I, I don't like LSU's chances, Mm-mm. right? But if I Auburn agree. plays like they've been playing this year, I, I don't think they particularly shot the three ball really that well this year. I mean, you know, they've got a few guys over 30%, um, but they're not, you know, they also have three guys that are taking a lot of shots that are under 30%, you know? And, yep. and so I, I don't think that Auburn, like last year, is, is just – chucking up threes and, and hitting most of them. You look at Auburn, and you you know they can score. If LSU's going to win this game, you know, there's going to be a battle on the boards because Auburn is a really good rebounding team as well. Yeah, no, they, they, they are. That's what I was saying. They, they got the guys that can compete with LSU down low. Um, got an opportunity to watch a few Auburn games, you know, from start to finish. And it's kind of like when I watch LSU, though. I get a little, I get a little excited, you know, excited to watch them, boys, because they got some guys that can play at y'all. So, uh, and like you mentioned, a couple games that I, I watch them, they were shooting pretty well from the three. Uh, so that spooks me a little bit. They're not the same, like you said, the same Auburn team that was just crazy lights out sometimes last year. But Bruce has his teams ready to play. Scheme-wise, Bruce is one of the best coaches in the country. He's got the guys with him. So it, also it's going to be a matchup between – two smart coaches, you know, a, a good chess match. I'm just curious if LSU's got the boys and they, and they look like they do that can beat these guys on the glass and really, you know, come with the, with the mindset that you kind of want to punch them in the face early and kind of see who, who blinks first. This is going to be a good matchup. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, look, it'll be an exciting matchup. Just look at the rebounding. Mm-hmm. Look at what Auburn did against Kentucky. They had 42 rebounds compared to 28 for Kentucky. 17 of those were on the offensive side. Wow. wow. I mean, yeah. that I think – and then something else you have to look at is Auburn went to the line 44 times tonight. Uh, Kentucky committed 29 personal fouls. Discipline basketball is going to be huge in this game, absolutely huge, and especially on the road. Yeah, definitely for LSU. And you know one thing about LSU, too, they, they shoot it lights out from the free throw uh, free throw line. Do you know which LSU's numbers were today, Charles? I didn't look at it for their, from the free throw. Do you happen to have uh, that in front of you? They did not shoot as well from the free throw line today. Um, I think it was like 60 – it was right under 70%. Okay. Yeah, not so, Yeah, not quite as well as they've been shooting. But that's, that's actually been – you know, that's something – that LSU has been doing pretty rock solid as 67, well, shooting from the, 67%. Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's definitely not where Coach Wade wants it. But yeah, against Auburn on the road, like you said, it's, it's something you got to have those free throws the last few games, you know, before today, they, I think they've missed one 18 or 19 or something like that. They were shooting pretty damn good from the line. So let's hope they, they had that against Auburn because you'll definitely need it. Um, and you know, Auburn's going to be, you know, it's going to be packed. It's going to be loud. It's kind of crazy in there when, you know, when Auburn's got good basketball teams. So, uh, you know, it should be interesting. I'm curious to see if the freshman Wofford, how he plays in that in that you know environment. I think it's going to be interesting to watch him. I really think his game is progressing. We talked about this offline. I think you could see that, like, okay, he's different. Like he's the NBA guy. You know what I mean? Like he's. You could tell. I'm curious to see. Does he kind of? 
and he has lately. He's really stepped his game up when they needed it. So I'm curious if he kind of takes it up another notch in one of these big games um, because you can see he's got the NBA talent on the floor. You know, he's just smooth. He has the ability to score. He can go one-on-one. He can shoot a little bit. He's long. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be interesting to see how the true freshman plays in this environment. Yeah, I, I look at Auburn's two losses in conference play, one against Florida and one against Alabama. That Alabama one, you know, I wanted to look at rebounds, and it was, it was pretty even, right? A uh, ton of turnovers. Auburn turned the, the ball over 21 times, Alabama 15. What I look at is Auburn shot 56% from the free throw line. They left 13 Oof. points uh, on the board right there. And, yeah. you know, that's a six-point game if they hit their freebies. Um, and, look, Alabama missed some as well. But I, I want to look at that Florida game because that, that's a game where I think that, you know, you have two really evenly matched teams in terms of talent-wise, mm-hmm. right? And I look at rebounds. Auburn got out-rebounded by 15 rebounds. Uh, Florida had 44 to 29 for Auburn. I think that that is – Josh, we just keep going back to that. If there's going to be a place where LSU has to win the game, it's rebounding because if they lose that battle, especially at Auburn, they're not going to win this game. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. I think – I know it's – we're trying to find that that part of the game that, you know, it's the, whatever you want to call it, that the three part, the game, you know, LSU's got high-flying. It's just not it. Look, it's just kind of ugly basketball. But we keep going back to it for a reason. It's actually gotten to the point now where it's become extremely impressive to watch Emmett Williams and the boys work on the glass. So um, for them to win. Now, now you bring up the Florida game, uh, Charles, and you said Florida out-rebound Auburn by quite a bit in that game. That That's interesting because when you watched LSU against Florida, I thought LSU, you know, kind of had the better guys. Had You had the athletes to be able to out-rebound Florida just, you know, on the glass. So um, I think that – that poses well for LSU uh, against Auburn if, if that's the case with Florida. So, yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think if LSU comes out and does their thing, but something else is going to – on the road, something else is going to have to work for LSU. It's either they're going to have to be lights out from the free throw line, but let's hope and maybe they can get that three ball to fall a little bit. If they can get the three ball to fall a little bit, LSU's got a real shot to, at the game. Well, let's get to some questions before we get yeah. picked for this week. We got uh, three questions coming in. And we kind of answered two of them, so we'll kind of go over uh, two of those and just kind of re-give what we talked about earlier. But mm-hmm. uh, first one being, haven't seen a lot of basketball this season, but I saw the game today. Is the LSU foul situation indicative of their entire season? If so, what is the reason for it? Seems like Will Wade requires a lot of discipline, so I was shocked. Look, that you know, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. I thought it's, our today's game was... I uh, wasn't really a big fan of the way it was officiated. And you could see Will Wade was frustrated as well. Yeah, he was. It, this is a disciplined team, okay? I, I don't expect to see that. And, and when they're not disciplined, it's when they lose. I mean, that's part of, you know, Josh talking about that VCU team. That That's mm-hmm. what made those teams so good is their discipline in situations, especially high-pressure situations. They always made the right play. And if they didn't, they, they were disciplined enough to, you know, to be able to make adjustments and fix it. So that's going to be huge going forward as SEC play gets harder for LSU. Um, and they look to continue to stay on top of the SEC and, and win the SEC uh, in back-to-back years. But, Josh, I, I don't think it's indicative of what the season's been like this year. You know, you really don't see LSU getting in foul trouble. No. Except for Darius Days. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, let me say this. You know, a lot of people that maybe you don't keep up with basketball as much you, you, we keep bringing up the VCU days, but we'll wait. 
there there is a difference though with VCU. Okay, um, if you keep up with it, in VCU those guys were senior laden teams, right? When you go to VCU, those guys didn't recruit a bunch of guys that are going to jump to the NBA. So you got to remember what, what Will Wade is dealing with a little bit that he at LSU that he didn't necessarily deal with at VCU is you know you got true freshmen on the floor that are talented that are going to be a Nas Reed who who stayed one year, Trenton Warford who might go to the NBA, you know uh, guys that are super talented but they're not going to be around long. So sometimes you run into Charles like you said that there is games where it, it doesn't it doesn't quite look right and they're following more and you know it's just it, they're still young that's where these VCU teams were I mean that those guys were there long term senior laden teams and they were like men against boys some of those teams and they would just beat you up you know okay and hustle you out and that's how they beat you so that's a little bit of different than what Will Wade had at VCU so that's just something to keep in mind these teams tend to be you know you got the young guys that like to jump to the NBA we got another question kind of asking about rebounding thing, you know, can we out rebound mm-hmm. Auburn as well? Looks like they have, they have the ability. We kind of covered that one as well. Yeah. So we'll move on from that one, but I, I think LSU can, it's more of a question of, will they be able to, um, and, and something we'll see, uh, on, on Saturday as the Tigers face the Tigers. And last time t- we faced another Tigers, we know what happened, but <laughs> <laughs> let, let's get to our final question. This yep. one, more of a discussion for it. Um, Joey asked, do you think not having a true closer or a true go-to guy mm. will hurt us in the long run when we play good teams coming up like Auburn and Kentucky? Watford may become, but I don't think he's at that place yet. And Skyler, as much as I love him, and as much as he's made or as he makes big plays, he seems to have a tendency to make mistakes coming down the stretch at the end of games. Look, Joey, I agree with you 100% about Skyler. Yeah, man. There are times where you kind of scratch your head and you say, look, intention was right, but sometimes he's trying to do too much. And then the other times he makes that play and you're like, thank God we have Skyler. You know? Right, right. Making a shot at the end of the game, uh, earlier in SEC play, it's, it's Skyler is somewhat similar to Javante, not as much as Javante, but great play and then what are you doing type of play. But, Josh, if anything, I've seen Trenton Watford at the end of games take over games where – Teams can't stop him, and and I really don't see anyone being able to stop Trenton Watford when he's going to the room. I look, I you know, and some people not like this, but as much as I like Skyler and what he represents for LSU and everything, I just I don't necessarily think he's the guy, Charles. And maybe when we get into the tournament, if you're looking for a closer, you know, he's he's a poor man's closer. And I don't, I mean that in the nicest way. I really do think he might even play in the NBA for a few years. I just think he trending Wofford, like I said, he's the guy when you see him looks like he's going to be in the NBA, you know, and he's, he's just, I think that's where I'm so curious against Auburn. If the game's close, I think you got to LSU. If it's me, you got to kind of trend toward maybe him kind of being your closer at times. I just think he's, as we face better teams and you need that elite ability, I think he might be a better option than Skyler. I like Skyler. He's a great basketball player. It's just sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a struggle. It seems like you said, like he'll make a decision. I just sometimes his, his lack of athletic ability at times holds him back from what he wants to do. And a guy like Watford, God gifted him to be 6'10 and pretty damn athletic. So, you know, maybe LSU starts looking at him as more of a closer. I think it, they might have to, you know, if they really want to go deep into the tournament. I mean, look, at the end of the day, if I need a bucket, you know, I'm down to I'm, I'm getting a play to turn in Wadford. Yeah, I agree. I can get an open shot for Skyler. 
or an ability for him to get to the rim. Because I, I look, I do trust that. But you know, you, you were we were so spoiled with what Tremont was doing last year yeah. and the year before. Uh, we don't have that as much. Do I think you know Skyler and, and um, Javante have that ability? Absolutely. You know, but yeah. you know. <laughs> What Tremont was doing was incredible. I, I do think that Watford has that ability, and you're seeing him grow up through SEC play. You yep. know, LSU is just past the halfway point SEC play. Um, they've got a lot of games left, but there's a lot of room to grow. You know, yes, you have big matchups against Kentucky and Auburn. Uh, you play Arkansas again and Alabama as well. So you have some difficult games, but what I've seen from this LSU team, what I like is they have the ability to win. And you know, that's what matters at the end of the day. And when you look at college basketball up and up, you know, top to bottom, and we talked about this in the, in the first basketball pod, was that there's no one team that really scares you, you know. So, look, I, I think they're talented teams, but I think that LSU is right there with, you know, the top 15 teams in the country right now. No, nah, look, I'll, I'll close like this and say that if, you're, if there was ever going to be a year, you know, in the last – five or whatever, 10 years that if you had an LSU team that was elite at crashing the boards, out hustling people, playing defense. When you look at the landscape of college basketball, like you said, there isn't that guy, there isn't that team where it's just like, whoa, you know, there ain't no way that LSU can match up with that tonight. You know, so uh, maybe, you know, maybe this is the team, this is the year that, you, you know, you're elite at rebounding, you're elite at hustle, you're elite at defense. Um, play your game you know maybe it can carry LSU much further than some other years so I guess time will tell but LSU does LSU does a couple things at an elite elite high level and you know basically their hustle that will like you like you mentioned that just want to outplay you want to out hustle you crash the boards they do that stuff at an elite level so hey you know maybe maybe that's the formula for LSU to make a deep run well, Josh, looking at the games this week, mm-hmm. kind of know how you feel about Vanderbilt. I, I agree with you. I think they're going to win. But talk about that Auburn game. How do you see that going? Oof. Yeah. You know, what I've seen what I've seen recently from LSU and but from Auburn as well, man, and I, I just think you look at Auburn's two losses, I just think it's going to be a real close game. We talk about the we, – we, we talk about the uh, Trenton Wofford closing. This might just be that opportunity for him to step up. You know, do they go to him? Do they go to Mays? Charles, I really think it's going to be a close game, man, a really close game down in a stretch, whatever, one- or two-point game. Um, LSU's been playing really good as of late. So I'll give, you know, I think I got LSU winning this game. And it's on the road, so I'm a little spooked to, to say LSU's going to win this game. But I'll go with LSU in a really a really tight win, Charles. But how much have they grown up so far? We, I guess we're going to find out soon. But, you know, LSU out-rebounds this team. They shoot good free throws. and. Maybe they come out of this with a with a one or two point win. Yeah, like if it's a close game, you kind of have to like LSU's chances mm-hmm. on the road. And, and if you watch that Kentucky Auburn game, like we did, man, raucous environment. You know, right, right. Saturday, it's um, crazy. A true test. I wish the PMAC was like that. I know that was that was a crazy environment. A lot of students were in there, um, and, and it was awesome to see. But Josh, I'm I'm going to go on the other side. I, I I think Auburn wins this game. Yeah, I, think, um, I, I was right there too, Charles. I thought they could too, man. But go I, ahead. I'm sorry. I think it can go either way. You know, it, it, whoever wins that rebounding battle, I think mm-hmm. wins this game. I think that Auburn, at the end of the day, um, you just look at it and it's like, man, nod here, nod there to one team. It's just the game's at home, and, and coming yep. off that Kentucky win, look, LSU's 
coming off of wins against Ole Miss and Alabama and Vanderbilt. Yeah, look, they're undefeated. But, you know, we've seen LSU struggle. Let's see what they do against Vanderbilt. If LSU plays well three games in a row where they have double-digit wins, which I think they'll do, how do they translate that into a, a game against Auburn, a team that's really talented? Look, that Florida game, I was really impressed with LSU. Uh, yep. you know, I thought that was a good test for this team. This Auburn game, uh, you know, maybe one of the best teams LSU plays all year uh, until tournament play comes around. Um, so, uh, look, I, it's not a big deal if LSU loses this game. They'll still be in first place in the SEC. They get Auburn again at home later on. So I think that, you know, these teams end up splitting down the road mm-hmm. but um josh i i think that this is a game that you know lsu is going to end up um lsu end up losing and, and i was incorrect on that they do not play auburn again but i do think that this is one of those games that uh lsu ends up losing not a big deal at the end of the day for standings but um at the same time i wouldn't be surprised if lsu won you know so yeah. it's it's going to be a difficult game but it's one that i'm excited for yeah, just real quick. On the only thing I, I would have concern about this Auburn game, really, to me, Charles, is, is I want to see if LSU loses the game, how do they lose it, Charles? Is it, you know, does LSU get out a big lead? That's what spooks me. That's going, would spook me more than them losing a tight, hard fought, you know, rebound game. LSU just, it wasn't their night. They lose by a couple, you know what I mean? It, it, it's a hard fought game, two good teams. But if LSU gets up by 15, 18, whatever a nice lead, and then they let Auburn come back like Auburn did the other night. Was that against Ole Miss, I think, that game was? If LSU lets that happen again against a quality opponent, boy, I'd be really concerned as the season goes on because then it would, you know, it would be more of a trend. You know, so let's, let's hope, you know, if LSU does lose the game, it's more of a back-and-forth kind of, you know, complete, complete game for both teams. And, you know, Auburn just happens to maybe grab a few boards and get them a couple more putbacks or something. So that's what I'll be watching for, too. Well, lots happening this week. Uh, National Signing Day is uh, right around the corner, and we will be doing a National Signing Day pod. We'll preview it. We'll do one after. Um, that'll kind of go in with our basketball coverage. Uh, as we, you know, we know most of the class, but I think there's going to be some big surprises. Y'all going to be excited to see. Um, and word on the street is we have a new passing game coordinator just hasn't come out yet. Um, but uh, as well as that, you have baseball starting up soon. They had Fan Fest this weekend. Saw estimated like 4,200 people were out there, which is crazy. I know they have scrimmages throughout the week. Y'all can go attend. Softball starts on Saturday, um, and gymnastics is rolling. So a lot going on on campus. Um, but Josh, where can people find you out on Twitter? Yep. Uh, just give me a follow at, at LSU Truth. You know, I'm always putting some stuff out there and uh, we're getting getting into the NFL draft. If you if you don't know me, uh, um, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to the evaluation when it, for the NFL and where LSU guys are going and where any guys going. So um, if you're ever interested, shoot me a message. We can talk about it. I'm just I like the whole draft process and the combine and all that. So uh, I'll be trying to push out a lot of information with that. Hey, last thing we got for you. Who you got winning the Super Bowl? Oof. Man. So hard to go against Mahomes and the Chiefs, right? I mean, he's just so talented. But something tells me my football IQ tells me how are you going to pick against that defense? I don't know. <laughs> who are you taking? Uh, well, you didn't tell me who you're taking. I, I know, man. I, I've been on the fence. I've been asked this five times. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers, man. People are like, I can't believe you're going against Mahomes. I know Mahomes is is so – man, I've loved him since his Texas Tech days. I love his talent. 
but man, that 49ers defense is relentless. I'm gonna go with the 49ers, man. I just think they're gonna make Mahomes, you know, pay a little bit and I'll Watch Mahomes throw for seven touchdowns. I'm going to be completely wrong, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, for, the, for the sake of it, uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City. I love All right. Mahomes is, is part of it. But I saw what Kansas City did against Tennessee um, in that rushing attack. And, and that's what San Francisco has done in the playoffs is run the ball. I'm yeah. not sure have, <clears throat> excuse me, if they had that same success. And, and I expect Tyron Matthew not make one but two plays in this game. Uh-oh. Uh, big plays. And, and that's going to be the difference maker. Look, I saw Ben Mintz was saying, I think, 60 to 1 odds for Tyron Matthew MVP. Go place that bet if you have time, to, you know, after you listen to this. Because um, he makes big plays in big games. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did that on Sunday. But yeah. make sure you follow us on Twitter if you don't already, at primetime underscore pod. Check out the Bros Who Think Network on all forms of media where you can find the podcast. And we are always labeled as primetime. But for Josh Lemoyne, my name is Charles Reese. Y'all have a great week. Enjoy some basketball and the Super Bowl as well. But as always, God bless.